The following presentation is brought to you by The Mutual Network. Better living through audio. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. In my neighborhood growing up, you either became a cop, a priest, or a wise guy. Well, there was no way I was going to lock up my friends, and I sure as hell wasn't a saint. So that left me with only one choice. Decorated Air Theater presents This Thing of Ours, a story of life in the mafia. Written and produced by Scott Spaulding and starring Joe Rodriguez as Carmine Santarelli. New York City, 1977. Things are a little crazy here these days for me and my crew. Some whack job tried to take down the boss. That's a number one no-no in these parts. If you're gonna hit the boss, you gotta A, get it cleared by the rest of the families, and B, make sure you get someone reliable to do the job. This piece of garbage didn't either. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. This Cosa Nostra, this thing of ours, is a beautiful thing, if you follow the rules. Unfortunately, that doesn't always happen, especially with the type of men in our line of work. So just like any other form of organization or firm or government, if someone breaks the rules or breaks the law, there are consequences. And this broken rule right here requires a very, very stiff penalty. Hey, Carmine's finally here. Welcome to the party. What's this piece of trash still doing here, Ange? I was told no chit-chat this time. Just take out the garbage. I know, but this guy begged me to let him talk to you. He swears on his kid's life he's telling the truth. Oh, yeah? Well, who's this guy? Jimmy O'Connor, one of them Hell's Kitchen boys, them Westies punks. He says he was paid by our friend Frankie Nose to do this. I'm finding that very hard to believe. Frankie Nose? No. No way. I swear to God, that's the truth! He stopped by Finn's two weeks ago and said we had to talk in private. So we went upstairs to my apartment. He said the old man is really worried about these indictments that are coming down and that he's been talking to the feds. I told him no freaking way. I said if I did that, then I'd have all the other families coming down on me. He said I didn't have nothing to worry about. That everything was cleared by everyone. I still told him no freaking way. I didn't want no part of it. But he reassured me there was nothing to worry about, that everything was okay to do it. I still didn't want to do it, but I had to. I know how you guys work. If I had said no, I'm a dead man myself. So I did it. You understand? Right? Yeah, sure. Let's wrap him up, throw him in the trunk, and take him home before the sun comes up. Normally, we take him and bury him someplace where he couldn't be found, or hand him off to a crew that specializes in getting rid of things like this. But we needed to send a message with this one. You try to take down the boss, you're signing your own death certificate. Now, this Jimmy guy worked for this Irish gang from Hell's Kitchen called the Westies. We'd been looking for him ever since old man Nicky Roselli's car blew up three weeks ago, nearly killing him. 
He was about to open the door when his driver Sal D'Amico started the car and boom! The old man was hurt pretty bad, but fortunately is expected to make what the newspapers call a full recovery. Sal, on the other hand, wasn't so lucky. He was killed instantly. Me and Sal grew up together, so I wanted to personally see that the murderer was brought to justice. The only thing I couldn't figure out is why the Westies would want the old man dead. You see, these past few years, we, the Colombo family, and the Westies have had a nice little business arrangement. If we had some work that needed to be done and didn't want to get our hands dirty for whatever reason, we'd reach out to them. Now, that business relationship by no means meant we trusted or even liked each other, but to go after the boss? That didn't make no sense. And to think Frankie planned a hit like Jimmy said made no sense either. Frankie's like a son to the old man. So, I, I don't know. Maybe another family's looking to go to war or something. You think this spot's all right? Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Hey, Joey, you want to conserve some of that ketchup once in a while, huh? Other people might want some with their breakfast, too, you know. To tell you the truth, Angie, I don't know if I can approve handing over the ketchup to you. You see, I'm a firm believer that ketchup should not be allowed on eggs. It's just not natural. Hash browns, on the other hand, are perfectly acceptable. They're practically french fries. Eggs with ketchup? Now, that's a travesty. Thank you for the culinary tip. Now, would you please pass the ketchup and shut your yap hole? Frank and Mary's diner. Me, Ange, and Joey are there most mornings. Good food, and they leave you alone. All three of us grew up together and work in the same crew under our capo, Stevie Cakes, who owns a bakery in Little Italy. I got three brothers and two sisters, and I'll tell you what, Ange and Joey are as close to me as any of them are. I take a bullet for them, and they do the same for me. Hey, look at this. Gangland-style hit. Irish hoodlum found in trunk. Hey, how did they know he was murdered? He could've just locked himself in the trunk. Them Irish ain't too smart, you know. Or maybe he was just hiding from his old lady. <laughs> exactly, I know. Hey, let me see that. Jimmy O'Connor, huh? Does that ring a bell for you, Carmine? No, but I'll tell you what. My ears haven't stopped ringing since last night, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, what time is it? It's 11.45. I gotta call Stevie. I'll be outside. Hey, it's calm. Hey. It's done. Yeah, I know. It's all over the news. I talked to Frankie a few minutes ago. He was fuming. What for? I don't know. He said it shouldn't have been found so quickly, which don't make no sense to me. I mean, you want it done that way. That's what's gonna happen. He also wanted to make sure you did what he said to do beforehand. What? No chit-chat? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why? I don't know. I'm just following orders, calm. Frankie's been a real hard-ass lately. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> eh, what are you gonna do? Anyways... I'm gonna need you three guys tonight. I'll reach out to you later, all right? All right. All right. How'd it go? Frankie's pissed because they found him so quickly. But whatever. What's done is done. Stevie needs us for something tonight. He'll call us later. Let's get out of here.
Word came down to us that there's a big meeting tonight between the bosses to discuss this current situation. Me, Ange, and Joey were called to keep a lookout while everyone's inside to make sure no funny business goes on. This is a big friggin' deal. Meetings like this happen maybe once a year at the most. The bosses can't afford to be seen together, so they avoid meetings like this as much as possible. The last thing a boss needs is for there to be a bunch of Polaroids for some state prosecutor to use as Exhibit A. But I guess with it being last minute, they figured they'd be able to keep it hush-hush. Alright, I, I gotta ask you guys. Who do you think is the greatest Yankee of all time? Babe Ruth. Hands down, no question about it. He had more homers than most teams in his day. I can't argue with that. Personally, I always loved the Mick. Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto? Yeah, his people and my people came from the same town in Sicily, so of course he's the greatest. That's a very good point, Joey. I did not think about that. Joey Scafidi, Joey Eight Ball, or Joey Eights? Don't be fooled by his charm or quick wit. He's a stone-cold gangster. At age 15, he and some friends, including his sister, were hanging out at a pool hall when some kid from school walked by his sister and gave her a smack on her ass. <laughs> Joey, enraged by the kid, calmly picked up an eight ball from a table, walked into the bathroom, took his sock off, put the ball in the sock, and calmly went back into the pool hall and proceeded to beat the kid with his sock like he was wielding one of the medieval maces. He's been Joey eight ball ever since. Hey, you notice them guys over there in that car? They've been over there as long as we've been here. Yeah, I noticed that too. I'm gonna go see if there's a problem. All right. Hey, uh, we just happened to notice you've been sitting here for a while and was wondering if you might be lost or or if you needed help with directions or something. No, nobody lost here, but I appreciate the concern. This friggin' guy. I don't think you understand. This is private property. You're gonna have to move your car somewhere else. I'm sorry, my friend. But I've been given strict orders by Frank Gallo to remain out here until he exits the restaurant those two gentlemen over there are standing in front of. You're one of Frankie's guys? You were told to wait out here for him? That is correct. Well, who the hell are you guys? You don't know? Alright. You want to play games? Alright, well, have a good evening, fellas. Friggin' sips. What's going on? What's the problem? Frankie called a couple of zips over here to watch a place for him. Then why the hell did he call for us to be here? That's a good question. Hey, I think the boys are coming out now. Hey, there's Stevie. Hey, Carmine. I got some things to talk to you about. Stop by my place tomorrow around noon. Yeah, that'd be good. I got some things too. Alright, let's see you tomorrow. Alright. listening for a preview of the next episode this thing of ours stars 
Joe Rodriguez as Carmine Santarelli, David Collins Rivera as Joey Eight Ball Scarfiti, Scott Larson as Angelo Narducci, Matthew J. Boudreau as Jimmy O'Connor, Jim Patton as Vincenzo Catalano, Scott Spaulding as Stevie Cakes DeMeo, and announcing done by Ben Blankenship. Next time on This Thing of Ours. So, yeah, last night's meeting, things got a little heated between Frankie and the boys. Oh, yeah, what happened? Well, with the old man laid out for a while, Frankie's been trying to throw his weight around like he's the boss now. And just so you don't forget about our conversation, here's my card. Come on, man, that's my headline. Tell your Carmine pal to put it on my tab. What? What are you talking about? Who stopped by? These two big guys. No names or nothing. They just showed up in the alleyway and told us not to come by there no more. This Thing of Ours is a production of Decorated Air Theater. Copyright 2011. Visit decoratedair.com for complete show details. A sandstorm swept planet. A widowed diplomat. Thanks, but I can't go shirking my duties every time the anniversary of my wife's death comes up. A fateful crash landing. The chance to find love on an alien world. You... love me? I... I do. I didn't think that I could ever love again. Only one man stands in the way. You deny me my happiness. To guarantee mine? Of course I would. Ed, from Harvest Audio Productions. Written by Mike Murphy. Starring H. Keith Lyons, Kim Giannopoulos, and Joe Stofko. In a place where the abnormal is the accepted, what comes next can be anything. Most mothers call their children little angels. Mine just happened to be right. What did that mean? I don't know other than I heal faster and age slower than anyone around me. And sometimes, I know things. Something dark and evil is coming to Gypsy Cove something we're meant to stop. Myself, my family, and the good people of town. The problem is, in a town like this, good and evil don't wear signs, and no one knows for sure. I think, hope, and pray that I and my family are ready for what is coming. When the fight comes down, what side will you be on? Gypsy Cove gypsyaudio.org Just in time for the holidays. Everything old is new again. Repellent Pictures, the studio that brought you Santa Claus vs. the Mullahs, proudly presents a retelling of the classic Frank Capra picture, It's a Wonderful Life. Let's go back to sleepy, tiny Bedford Falls home of hard-working George Bailey, played by James Stewart, and money-grubbing old miser Mr. Potter, portrayed by Lionel Barrymore. Just remember this, Mr. Potter, that this rabble you're talking about, they do most of the working and paying and living and dying in this community. People were human beings to my father, but to you, a warped, frustrated old man, they're cattle. Well, in my book, he died a much richer man than you'll ever be. I'm not interested in your book. 
I'm talking about the building and loan. I know very well what you're talking about. You're talking about something you can't get your fingers on and it's galling you. That's what you're talking about, I know. Well, I've said too much. I... You're the board here. You do what you want with this thing. Just one more thing, though. What? This! Don't miss this heartfelt, heartwarming, heart-pounding Christmas tale. Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. Sentence. Now playing at all fine cinemas. And released by... Repellent Pictures. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.